Happy Thursday, Seattle hockey fans. Erica El Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. We've got a good show for you today. But first, if you have not listened to yesterday's show, Wednesday's show, where we give you the entire Locked on NHL mock draft, you might want to pause this video, stop your uh, podcast player, and go listen to that right now. All right. You've been warned. We are going to go over who I selected as the fourth overall pick and why I think Seattle should go with this, spoiler alert, defenseman. Of course, we're also going to take you to what was a wild and crazy game for that and more on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey there. Hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Erica L. Ayala again. I am your host of Locked on Kraken. On today's show, I'm going to tell you exactly why I picked in the mock draft. Simon Simon Nemec, excuse me, uh, still working on the pronunciation, so we'll we'll get that there. But um, Simon Nemec, uh, first of all, was available at four. So again, if you haven't listened to the mock draft, that was part of Locked on NHL. The amazing Gil Martin served as our MC Master of Ceremonies, if you will. Uh, That was on yesterday's episode of Locked on Kraken. But uh, for those who maybe just need a little bit of a refresher, I can do that for you. Let's go through the top 16 picks for our mock draft. Now, you're going to see some behind-the-scenes stuff here, folks. So just hang tight with me. But um, so the Montreal Canadiens, of course, we know, have the number one pick. They're also hosting the draft. And I believe we might have some familiar names and faces to the Locked On team that will be covering that draft. But okay, I've got it pulled up for you now. Let me get rid of my name. What's my name? Uma. I love that. I love listening to that. That's from um, the descendants, Uma, descendant of Ursula. Anyway, all right. Montreal with Shane Wright. Uh, Jurig Soski, who I really liked but didn't think he was going to be available at four, went to the New Jersey Devils at two. The Coyotes chose Logan Cooley right before us. And then, of course, I selected on behalf of the Seattle Kraken for our mock draft, Simon Nemec um, from Slovakia, playing professionally in the Slovak League. David Juracek goes fifth overall, definitely a name. Maybe on tomorrow's episode, eh, eh, give you a little tease. Might be talking about him a little bit more. Uh, and then we've got uh, Cutter uh, Gapier, another player that some thought might go to Seattle at four, but instead is the selection at seven 
for auto. So here you have the list. Our hosts from Locked on NHL should be going over these in the days and certainly Hello, got rid of myself. Wrong screen. Get rid of that screen. There we go. In the days and weeks to come as we are getting ready for the NHL draft. Um, So you saw some of the names that went before. There's a lot of people saying um, that uh, Nemec will be the first defenseman to go. And that's how it played out in our mock draft. Um, He was the first defenseman to go. Uh, Hiroshek, again, is another defenseman that's considered pretty top. Um, But I went with Nemec, and I will be making a case as to why on today's show and doing some comps from other players that I think if we don't get Nemec for whatever reason, um, make a good case for the Seattle Kraken. Um, okay, so first thing that I want to do is actually play you my selection from the mock draft. Here you go. Hey, hockey fans, Erica L. Ayala here, your host of Locked on Kraken. And I am here to let you know that with the number four overall pick in the Locked On NHL 2022 mock entry draft, the Seattle Kraken, by way of Locked On Kraken, are going to select 18-year-old defenseman from Slovakia, bronze medalist, comes in as six at 6'1", 192 pounds, we are taking Simon Nemish. Now, with Nemish, we have, again, an Olympian. We have a player that is not only a top defenseman in the top Slovak league, but he has the highest production for a defenseman under the age of 21 ever, ever in his pro league. One goal, 25 assists. So there are goals to come is the scout for Nemesh. He doesn't always need to necessarily be the goal scorer for his teams, although he absolutely can do that. But again, 25 assists obviously has good hockey sense. And that is, again, the scout. They call it high-end hockey sense. We hear he's an excellent skater. We talked on the show before. I think we need better skating defensemen. So I'm looking forward to that. Can quarterback the power play? Great puck moving defenseman. The scout also says that he's probably a year out from playing in the NHL, which I think is totally fine, given that we have the Coachella Valley Coachella Valley uh, Firebirds roster in the AHL to fill. Um, I like that he is someone that says he is better under pressure. Um, you also hear that the scout is that good things happen when Nemec is and when Nemec is on the ice. Um, he likens himself to Makar, other f- former number one pick, Eric Carlson, Carlson, excuse me, and Josie. Uh, just to just to name some of the people that he has grown up liking to watch, called Silent But Deadly. And listen, the Seattle Kraken needs some excitement defensively, needs someone that has a high upside as far as being able to be a shutdown defender while also contributing offensively. So we're going with Nemish at number four. Locked on Flyers, you're on the clock. All right, there you have it, folks. So that's why I said I like 
Nemec at number four for the Seattle Kraken. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I'm going to take you to some of the experts. I reviewed some of them or I mentioned some of them briefly. I want to do a little bit of a deeper dive into what some of the experts are saying. And then we'll close the show. Ah, Game four. What of the Stanley Cup final? We'll take you to some of the experts, including some of our own who were right there in the thick of it, in the mix, and uh, get you ready for game five, which could be a clincher. We'll talk about it. Right now, though, I want to talk about the coconut brownie chunk puff. I got so excited reading this ad read the other day that I actually went and got like a coconut brownie chunk ice cream, vegan ice cream flavor to emulate what I think this might taste like because I haven't tried it yet. It didn't have the puffs and, and it's especially didn't have puffs that are full of protein, good collagen type proteins that are good for uh, making your uh, body, your nails, your skin, your hair more healthy. Uh, so I kind of missed out on that. It still was pretty good ice cream, though. But this is why I love Built Bar. You get all of that chocolatey goodness, everything covered in 100% chocolate, and you get the benefits of having it be low in sugar, high in protein, and low in carbs. And so this is something that you can integrate into your wellness practice. I, as I tell you all the time, keep some Built Bars right by my desk. So as I'm recording or doing other interviews and stuff like that, I don't get hangry. No one wants a hangry host. So they taste amazing. They're absolutely guilt-free. And we want to make sure that you are checking out not just the coconut brownie chunk puff, but all of the different flavors available at Built.com. So when you head to Built.com, take a look at the inventory, place it in your cart. And then as you're getting ready to check out, make sure you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built Bar. You know it. You love it. I'm going to say it. Happy snacking. All right, all right, all right, hockey fans. We've got plenty of hockey to talk about. We're going to continue talking about Simon Nemish. Nemic. I'm going to get how to say his name right eventually, especially if we do end up picking him. But um, right now, let me take you over to the hockey news. This is the silent but deadly article that I was talking about. And part of the reason that um, the hockey news is one of the crews that's saying that Nemec is silent but deadly. One, in part, just because of his age and the time that he's playing hockey and draft ready It's a wild and crazy time dealing with COVID, having cancellations at the international level. And Nemec, cool, calm, collected, likes to let his game speak for himself, uh, for itself, excuse me. Uh, And that's the I feel better under pressure. That quote is right here on the screen. Let me highlight it for you. I feel better when I'm under pressure. He said with a smile. I love this. I think that there is some swag to Nemec from what I'm reading. He's got good size. I've seen some video of him on the ice and check the show notes because um, I have some video that you can check out. We're not going to play it here on Locked on Kraken just because, you know, I don't own it, but I do want to send you over to some of it. 
So you can check that out. There's a great draft preview in the hockey news. Uh, you can check it out online. I'm going to tomorrow walk you through what the hockey news uh, in print has for you, talking about Nemec in comparison to a few other athletes uh, that are also draft eligible and could potentially come to Seattle. So we're going to talk about that. But uh, first, I wanted to just, I love that there's a swagger. I've been talking about that swagger. The Seattle Kraken um, play a blue-collar style game and have had to as an expansion team, but they like certain personalities. I would like a little more Ryan Donato mixed with my Maddie Beneers, but maybe that's just me. Is this the, the most heavy-hitting defenseman? Arguments are maybe not. He's a great puck mover, can quarterback the power play, as I talked about, can obviously set things up defensively. I like that he seems confident on the puck, and I want that for our defensemen. The Seattle Kraken, not all of our defensive units were really buzzing and connecting. I like that his size and with his puck handling ability, he can move in and out of all three zones and efficiently and effectively pass in and out of all three zones because the exits and entries for the Seattle Kraken were downright frightening, absolutely frightening at times. And so if you've got a guy that has confidence that has some moxie, has some swagger. I'm all for it. Uh, I want to take you to, uh, especially for those watching on YouTube, I have my whiteboard. I have one over here. I also have one over here. And at one time, there was someone who, I don't know if I can call them a hater, but someone definitely in one of the first episodes that we had on YouTube suggested that I be more like this particular person I'm about to show you. So I thought, what better way than to do that and to be like the hockey guy, which I will never be on account of many things, uh, including that um, I'm my own person and I am not a guy and I'm not a white guy. Anyway, I'm going to take you to the real hockey guy talking a little bit about Simon Nimick. So let's see what the scout is as far as his strengths. Simmons is likely to be the first defenseman taken in this year's draft, but it could end up being Yurchek. There's a possibility. Yurchek's a physical defenseman more so than Nimitz, and uh, there, there might be a team that decides that that's what they're looking for. But for Nimitz, his strengths... He doesn't have a lot of weaknesses mentioned in that, that magazine there. Kind of boring to talk about because he's just really good at everything. Uh, teamwork, puck handling, strength, speed, passing are all seen as his top gifts. But he's he's just a very good all-around defenseman. So he's not going to make people forget Kale McCarr in all likelihood. He's, he's not likely to be a, a Thomas Shabbat either in terms of ice time, but a good, solid defenseman. Not NHL ready yet. He will likely need some time to develop. But again, for Seattle, there's no reason to rush. You don't necessarily worry about who's NHL ready and not because for Seattle, they're doing a gradual build. And so I want you to take a look and that will be, take a look. That will be in the show notes. If you want more from the hockey guy and his fantastic whiteboard. I think if you watch the video, he also has a cat perhaps. I am very, quite literally deathly allergic to cats. So that provided a little bit of anxiety for me. But, um, you know, more power to people who are, aren't allergic to cats and who like cats and can have them around. 
just, you know, putzing around their whiteboard. Anyway, you heard a little bit about the weaknesses or, uh, you know, that this guy's kind of boring because, I mean, you, what you see is what you get. I mean, if we're keeping it real, the Seattle Kraken are a pretty regular, regular hockey team. As the hockey guy mentioned, they're working on a build. We don't necessarily need him right away, especially if he's only going to get better with time. So check that out. Um, There are a few other things that we have for you, and I'll be talking about them, certainly to close out our week with tomorrow. And of course, we'll be talking. This is the 1.0 mock draft selection for Locked on Kraken. Am I going to change my mind? I don't know. Um, some of it depends on what the folks from locked on NHL and around the network pick before me. Uh, I already told you, I really like Slavkovsky. Don't think he'll fall to four, but wouldn't that be a great problem to have? So coming up next on locked on Kraken, we are going to pause for the cause with the number four pick. And speaking of the number four and Kale McCarr, we're going to go to Kale McCarr and company who played in game four. And I will take you to Locked On Avalanche to get their immediate reactions to the overtime thriller in Amelie Arena. That's coming up on Locked On Kraken. The Colorado Avalanche are now a single victory away from taking back the Stanley Cup for the first time in 21 years, and they get a chance to win this thing in front of the home crowd on a Nazem Kadri overtime goal. An absolute classic here. This was back and forth playoffs, Stanley Cup, hockey, and the Avs came out on top. This thing could have went either way. Obviously, we're happy our guys took the victory here. What a game, man. Yeah, Darcy Kemper gets back in net and redeems himself. Nazem Kadri comes back from a thumb injury. You don't need a thumb to hold up four wins, and we're on the verge of that come Friday night. Man, everything is lining up perfectly for the Avalanche. This is what you want. And you knew it was going to be a battle. Game one, game four, overtime. The two middle games, throw those away for the goalies. They had their bad game. Each had their bad game. And I think from here on out, you know, the game, game five, could be something very similar to what we just saw. Both teams are going to be flying. And just for this game, uh, the Avs go on the road again and and win one. They take one in a very tough place to play against a very tough team, clearly. But they lost game three. That's their only road loss so far this year. Now they get to go back home where, of course, they play well. That crowd in Ball Arena is going to be going absolutely bonkers. Cannot wait for Friday. The Stanley Cup will be in attendance, and the Avalanche could claim this with one more victory. Smiles Smiles. (laughs) on. They got cut off there a little bit, but it smiles all around if you are a Colorado Avalanche fan. Now, this was not without drama. Not without a little bit of drama. What would be hockey without drama, despite uh, whatever that – there was some promo, right, about this not being a soap opera. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, really? Hockey's not a soap opera? So Nazem Kadri. first of all, let's start with the goods. Um, we talked about it yesterday or the other day 
what was going to happen? Darcy Kemper and the defense, quite honestly, of both teams kind of crapped the bed when it came to being able to be effective and efficient. So many breakaways, so many breakaways in game three. Darcy Kemper, the Colorado Avalanche come out and they stick with their guy. I like that. You shake it off, short-term memory, you go with what you know and what got you there. I kind of like that. I liked that as a philosophy. Um, also, Nazem Kadri comes back from a thumb injury. What You don't need a thumb, though, to, to do one of these, to win uh, game four or to win four games. I like it. But coming back from, I don't know, have you ever injured your thumb in particular? It's like awkward. It's uncomfortable. Um, I'm sorry. If you have finger surgery, surgery on your digits, I, I feel like, I don't know how long it takes to recover from that. There's probably a gnarly, like, I don't know the logistics of it all, but coming back, playing the hockey, doing the hockey things and getting what was an insane goal. There was this, um, angle that I saw because uh, I was at another event last night. Unfortunately, I was not able to watch too many men live watch party. I'm going to have to check it out because I feel like my watch party, very different than what that watch party would have been. So I might have to go back and watch it. But um, this was an exciting game. Tampa blows a lead. Uh, there was some question about speaking of too many men podcast were there too many actual men, hockey men, Stanley Cup final playing men on the ice? Twitter was a flutter. I, again, I was at another event, and so I'm scrolling through the tweets. I'm trying to, like, uh, there's so many different ways that people counted. And, you know, P.K. Subban was asked about it, and he said, listen, is that the rule? I'm, I'm summarizing. I'm not reading his script. What I heard P.K. say is, could you, uh, is that an offense? Yes. Is it something that you're going to whistle at that particular time? Did it impact the play? Eh. He was leaning toward no is what I got. But what he said is also Tampa was going to be mad about something. And probably because they blew a lead at home. So PK wasn't feeling too bad for Tampa. Um, but the goal scorer, Nazem Kadri. Uh, had a rough go of it against those. Woof, woof, woof. I, I, we're not even going to talk. We're not going to talk about that anymore. Racism is bad. Hockey will only be for everyone if people who look like hockey start stepping it up. That's what I'll say about that. But let's go to Nazem. Um, asked about a few things, including his digits and that final goal. What percentage would you say that you were able to get full shot tonight? Like, it was at 50, 75%? And mm -hmm. Coach Hooper came earlier on, and uh, he let us believe that he feels that something was wrong on the winning goal. Uh, you have the feeling that you jumped too early on the ice or that you guys were six on the ice or uh -huh. something was wrong? I don't know if you have any feeling about that, if, um, if you knew anything about it. Yeah. Well, uh, to answer your first part, I mean, I felt good enough. Um good enough to play and good enough to feel like uh, I could go out there and contribute. Second part of that question, I'm not quite sure, you know, what he was really, what he's thinking, why it shouldn't have counted. 
I mean, that, that kind of confuses me a little bit. Um, you know, the puck hit the back of the net. Uh, end of story. So not sure why you'd say that. There are no more. And there you go, folks. Puck hit the back of the net. I'm not really sure what he's talking about. And, I mean, what what else is Nazem going to say, right? What else is he going to say at that point in time? Uh, the game's over. Colorado has won. Um, and we move on. So the drama continues Friday. That's tomorrow. So on Monday's episode of Locked on Kraken, we're going to – We're going to talk about it. Will it be a Colorado Avalanche with a win? Will Tampa Bay be able to stave off? Will they be able to stave off elimination? Sorry if that audio is a little weird. I just realized my microphone was pointed in the wrong direction. Uh, I don't know, but that's why we play the games. Wellness tip of the day. As I kind of mix together a little meal here, it's really cool if you can pre-plan your meals uh there's a few reasons if you're someone that's trying to be more nutritious or be thoughtful about your caloric intake or your nutritional intake planning your meals helps make sure that you're prioritizing the areas that you want to focus on another reason is if you're like me and you're kind of always running around you might be tempted just to pick up a quick meal but if you pre-plan your meals then even if you need a quick meal like i had to heat up today at least, again, you're hitting your health and wellness goals, which will also eliminate some stress, not to mention keep you from spending extra money just to be healthy because, like, man, they make you pay for it. $20 for a salad? What are we doing? What are we doing? Anyway, that's my wellness tip for you. Thank you, as always, for listening to Locked on Kraken and making us your first listen of the day. Now it's time to head over to Locked on NHL. We're doing the mock draft, but also they'll have in-depth analysis on what's happening throughout the NHL, like the NHL coaches carousel in full effect once again this season. Not impacting us, not yet at least, but we did have a coaching exchange uh, or um announcement because we have a new AHL team that happened earlier this week. Check out the episodes on YouTube or wherever you listen to Locked On Kraken and your other favorite podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Hold fast, stay true, be kind to yourself and to others, and I will see you tomorrow. Peace.